Thank you so much for downloading the episode on the show today. We're talking about what is stressing us out. Social media, we read a survey about do men or children stress women out more? We have some opinions. Also, our ugly and awkward moments of the week. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie? I mean, I'd be the classiest brown in this town, but I'm the best you're going to get. Paula? (laughs) Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. This is episode 285. So welcome to the Ugly Truth, dash, 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 Sister Sue Podcast, (laughs) because people have said that they see Ugly Truth and they don't necessarily know what it's about. So I'm like, maybe we should just say welcome to the Ugly Truth, Sister Sue Podcast, so that they kind of have an idea of what they're going to hear. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I thought it might be a good thing to add. Just so that people have an either like, oh, sisters, like sisters, or is it sisters, you know, or is it, sisters. you know, whatever. So there's so many ways to define a sister, but we're actually sisters. Anyway, I'm with Jamie, and this is my sister, Paula. Hello. Welcome. Okay, so a lot is going on. This has been a harrowing day for us because you had computer issues. You had a tree fall down in your yard. <laughs> So I have this giant tree in my yard and for some reason, like once it gets to a point, the branches start hanging really low. And so when you go to pull in the driveway, especially my car, it scrapes the top of the hood. And right. I was driving Victor's car and he's got a little Chevy Sonic and it started scraping the hood of that car. And so I'm like, okay, these things are really low. Time so to trim I, the tree. I trimmed it up a little bit and then you know everything was fine. So today we were having serious like computer problems, or I was. Right. I couldn't get anything done. We were supposed to record our show and it was just, you know, not working. So I'm like, I gotta go get Olivia from school. And so I throw on a, a hat because I, I wasn't presentable and my <laughs> flip flops. I go outside and I see half my tree hanging in front of this car. No. So what I deduced though is the car saw the tree, it just decided to go ahead and park in front of it. So I'm like, I well, see. That's your risk. Yeah. But it wasn't. The tree didn't just fall on its own. I think what happened was, and and the only reason why I think this happened is because it's happened before. Okay. Some sort of like delivery truck or moving truck or, you know, bigger box truck, van, something yeah. had gone under it and that will break the tree branches. Oh, yeah, for sure. They did that and then they took off and they just left it like that. Assholes. I know. That's it's so just rude. like when people are literally dinging your car or like scrape it a little bit and they just don't leave a note. Rude. And so it's so rude. And so I took a picture of it and I sent it to Victor 
And I'm like, great, this is exactly what I needed. Right. Because I had been texting him about my computer problems because, you know, normally it's something that he could fix or figure He would go, out. oh, it's just da, 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 this or that. Right. And so I'm like, great. He feels absolutely helpless. And I don't know why I try and make him feel guilty about those things. But <laughs> because you resent do. the fact that he's in the military and off on doing some kind of thing. You know, and he's not going to be home for 13 days. So there's nothing that he can do about it. It's like you're really twisting my arm here, honey. I don't know what you want me to do. And so, you know, he keeps apologizing and he's just like, I don't know why these things happen when I'm gone. I'm like, you know what? I don't either. But you know what I would have said? I'm like, this is the computer that you bought me, by the way. I just want you to know. <laughs> So after I got Olivia home and Ryan came outside, we all drugged the branches. Well, first we pulled them all down because they were just halfway hanging. So we yes. had to snap them out of the tree. Because you don't have any. Well, God, I mean, you would le- like practically need a chainsaw, right? We would have or one of those little <sighs> saws or something and stand on a ladder. But I mean, we really should have called a tree company. That sounds like a lot of work. Well, and they're expensive. Well, yeah, but I mean, you know what? And you guys just moved into the neighborhood. It's not like you know your neighbors well enough to go, hey, hi, Jim. So listen, you know, you you can't. I'm home by myself. I could really use a hand. I'm all by myself. It's like the beginning of an adult film. It's like I'm home by myself. (laughs) And the tree branch has fallen. Can I borrow your very large saw? It's a hot day today. Sure is hot out. I've got some lemonade if you want to come over. I've got my hard bottom slippers on and I'm out here trying to rip up this tree on my own. (laughs) I actually did put tennis shoes on and my gardening gloves. Not that that was going to accomplish much, but... We aren't very good at those things. No. We are not. So we were able to snap all the branches out of the tree and um, get them away from the car because that was the most dangerous part is sure. we're trying to get these things out of here and I'm like what kind of idiot parks right next to something like this <laughs> did you just, see the idiot or no I didn't oh, I because was I was just thinking I'm like if this thing collapses and it smashes right into her car I'm like then we're really fucked and yeah because so, they will be like excuse me but your tree broke my car I'm like yeah your car shouldn't have been there dumbass but yeah and they'll be anyways. like oh yeah that that would not have ended well for you. Well, I'm glad that you cleared the tree branches with yeah. the assistance of your children, for yes. God's sake. All right, I don't know. Oh, this this show drops on Sunday. So this last week has been quite harrowing on social media, as we've all been watching with horror these images of all of these separated small children I and know. all the audio and all of the outrage and the tears and the anger and the horrible responses that some of these people are making, acting flippant about it. It's been very difficult. I personally have been having a lot of anxiety about it, and I normally don't get that emotional about things that are going on politically because it nothing stays the same forever in this country. Everything changes. Everything is cyclical. You just have to kind of just figure it out, how to get through it, how does it affect you personally, and then move on. That's basically, you know, I really, really don't get into the emotional rhetoric. But the one thing I do try to do, which Daryl is not as comfortable with as I am, is I'm a big fan of listening to all sides of a, of a subject. Even as something as obviously horrible as putting children in detention centers is on the border, I still want to know what other people are saying that may not necessarily believe the the same thing I do. So the other day, I said, foolishly, I mean, never again, 
Foolishly, I posted on social media that all I wanted to do was go to these facilities and hold these babies and comfort them. I'm not saying set them free into the country, nothing like that. All I'm saying is that we're hearing that they're not allowed to be held or taken care of and that children are taking care of children and it's chain link fences and all this other stuff. And to me, all I want to do is, can we just get like a bunch of moms mm-hmm. caravan down in the minivans and the SUVs, walk in with with blankies and, and, you know, juice boxes and doing what we do best. Right. And taking care of them, even if it's just, you know, for temporarily, just they need some mothering. It's not about politics or anything like that. It's just about, you know, comfort. Comfort. Right. And listen, I have worked with organizations through media. I have worked with organizations who work with children who are at risk, homeless children, children who were removed from homes because of abuse in the Sacramento area. I've been working. I worked with them on and off for many years. I know that there are a lot of people who go out and volunteer and help. It is that easy to do. You may not necessarily be able to hold a baby, but you can do it. There are ways to help. So for most people who are active in their community, they know there's like, there's no way that we can't get together and comfort these children. Uh, Understandably, I get why guards and stuff can't go in there and comfort kids. I, I understand that there's, you know, with this specific system, they're uh, guarding dangerous children. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. But for whatever reason, they're not instructed to assist with these kids. And so I'm like, can't we just do it? Can't we just get some permission and go in there? We'll clear. We'll, we'll, we'll have our background checks cleared and we'll go in there and we'll just be our we'll be the moms that we are. Yeah. And that's all I said. And of course, everything, all the moms that I know were like, hell yes, I would go with you, you know, because right. that's that's it. And then somebody that I'm no longer friends with went on a very long tirade about immigration and, you know, the the Trump perspective and all of that stuff. And to some degree, she did teach me a couple of things about the immigration policy that I was not aware of at the time. And once she made some, you know, made some notes about the immigration policy, I went and did my research. And I'm like, okay, She's not completely wrong. The perspective's a little skewed, but I hear what you're saying. And it was fine. I also, I'm okay with it. But then she started to instigate and insult. And then she started, you know, it just got, it down, it downgraded into Trump, Trump and bleeding liberal. And you know, it just, it was ugly. And I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? At first I thought, I'm going to delete this. Fuck you. But I'm like, you know what? No, I'm not going to delete it because that's, 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 this is the whole point. Everybody gets to say what they want to say. If mm-hmm. it's offensive, it's offensive. And not too many people agreed with her. And that's fine. Because, you know, at some point, if you look at the bigger picture, it's like, you know, we're talking about children. <laughs> we're not talking about men who belong in prison. <laughs> we're talking about kids. And shouldn't shouldn't there be a line? Right. And um, most people agree that yes. Uh, and in fact, many Republicans agree that this is an egregious policy. So right. it's not it's not like, you know, I'm we're we're some some minority. And then somebody else who I know is quite conservative stepped in. And what what really actually pushed me over the edge is this is something that happened a couple of days ago. And they kept coming back to the post and adding more stuff, more insults, more memes, more name calling. 
And then the uh, this other girl that I used to be friends with, she started piling on saying that we're just crazy, that we're just believing mainstream media. It's all the shit you hear all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, that's it. I mean, I, I can't have a dialogue with people who are only interested in being assholes. That's not what this is about. So right. I, just, I unfriended them and I actually feel really bad about it. <laughs> I wouldn't. I know, but I I feel bad because I, and then here's the thing. It's like, I knew this girl in high school. She was not very popular. She, she left the school actually. I don't know if they moved or whatever. And I always, always was her friend. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what happened to you? Like, what happened to you? Did you forget? And so I felt, I felt bad about it. But then again, you know, people change. That was a long time ago. We were 14 years old. I mean, you know, that right. was 30 years ago. So it's like, well, you know, it's too bad, but I, I just can't, I can't allow it. I can't allow it. So I felt bad about it because it's like, did you really, if you just didn't go there, it would have been okay. But right. you had to continue coming back and be offensive. And that nobody learns anything from that. And right. I, I guess I'm being naive. I guess I was naive thinking that we could have a dialogue. We all knew each other. We all have a, a touchstone in our life where we all were at the same place together. And I was kind of hoping that would make it civil, but it simply did not. And I'm very disappointed. Well, I think there are certain subjects that don't even really need a dialogue. I mean, saying that right. you want to go and comfort children that are at these, you know, uh, whatever they're called, camps or something like that. Right. You know, I don't really think that needs a dialogue, but, you know, right. some people will just seize any upper, you know, any little window or, you know, crack of a window to put in their agenda. I've had that happen before where I've made comments about, you know, political things, and I've had friends get so, like, reared up and you know mm-hmm. start with the name calling and the things like that and I just respond to them saying like I'm not gonna let you call my friends names right and I'm not right. gonna let you do this so I'm sorry but we're gonna have to part ways and I just you know I unfriend them it just makes me sad because it's so easy because if I were to approach her face to face she wouldn't be so uncivil you know because that's right. just not that's just not the way it is but you get someone in, on their phone and they're just tick, tick 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 typing away not thinking that there's any repercussions and it's the arrogance uh, there are a lot of people on twitter and stuff who are very very liberal who i also find incredibly arrogant and i just i don't i don't like it you know the disregard for a differing opinion is what bugs me the most you can have a disregard but disrespectfully disregarding it to me is just is the worst to me it's the worst i don't mind i have a lot of friends who are super conservative i wouldn't even consider myself a super hard liberal Mm -hmm. but you know no one cares no one cares they see you or they hear you say one thing and then you are this thing and that's Mm -hmm. it and i don't like it i don't like it (laughs) (laughs) but this is my podcast i have a microphone so you will you will listen to every word i have to say (laughs) oh okay so i told you briefly sunny is healthy my 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 blind sheltie i was all worried last week that that he was dying (laughs) he's not he's so healthy the 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 doctor's like he's he's remarkably healthy for a 12 year old dog i'm like really she's like oh yeah and i'm like wait well that's good that's super good news but he is going to lose like four teeth 
she oh. has he has bad teeth. And I said, oh, I feel so bad. She's like, dogs don't need teeth. They'll be fine. I'm like, really? She goes, yeah, they're fine. They'll eat soft food for a day and then they'll be back to what, you know, ripping up trees and eating whatever they want to eat. They don't wow. need them. I'm like, all right, cool. So he's going to have no front teeth, top or bottom. Wow. But he's good. And so I was very happy about that. They killed a rat during dinner. I heard about that. Yes, we were sitting there, and uh, a rat went crawling across the deck. Malia froze. She's like, that was a rat. And I'm like, what? We turn around, and we see Bodega with a rat in his mouth, just ripping it up with his mouth, you know, breaking its neck. And the rat, you know, rats are so damn resilient. Those things can survive nuclear war. I'm I know convinced. they are. I am convinced. I mean, Bodega has killed skunks, possums, raccoons. And this rat would not die. And Bodega kept looking at like, just stay down, dude, stay down. And the rat kept trying to like gasp and turn around. And he kept picking it up and smacking it again. And finally, Daryl's like, I've had enough of this. And he gets up and he goes, I'm going out to kill it. And he went out, he brushed the dogs away, and he whacked it in the head and killed it because he was tired of watching it suffer. Yes, yeah, seriously. That's horrible. Well, at first I was like, look, just just let them deal with it. Let the dogs deal with it. They've already, you know, Sunny had his ass in its mouth and Bodega had its <laughs> head in its mouth. I'm like, just let them rip it apart. That's awful. <laughs> and he's like, no. And so he went out there and he shooed them away and he hit it in the head with a shovel. God. I have to say, you know, I am so, I really admire Daryl for his ability to do things like that because, you know, I don't know. He, you know, he's a white collar dude. He was born and raised in the city. He's a city mouse completely through and through, but he will take care of businessman. The dude will take care of business when it comes to stuff like that. He has no problem. It's crazy. Yeah, that's true. I've seen it in action. Yeah, I think it's a, I don't know. Well, I mean, he's a man and most men are are much braver than women when it comes to certain things. And I'm, I'm being stereotypical, but you know. Well, he likes to fish and stuff. So, I mean, you know, yeah. and camp and all those things. So like, I, I couldn't hook a worm to save my life. It's torture. I couldn't do it. It's not bad. I couldn't do it. And yet I'll let two dogs rip up a rat alive. You're like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it, I'm. I'm confusing. You are confused. <laughs> the hummingbirds, the baby hummingbirds. Yes. They have left the nest. Aw. They are gone. They are gone. The The nest is quickly deteriorating. I was trimming the jujube tree in which the nest was uh, in. And I was like, what the hell is all this stuff all over the leaves? It's bird shit. They just, oh. they, they polluted the crap out of the tree with their nest. Gross. I know. I'm like, well, I mean, I guess I could hose it all. I could cut the branch or whatever, but I'm like, nah, it'll all, it'll go away. I mean, it's natural. It's, it's biodegradable. It'll go True. away. But the baby hummingbird came back and was eating out of the hummingbird feeder we had. And he looked, he looked, inc- he looked crazy confused. <laughs> like, I can't believe I'm alive. You know, he's like, I'm not in this nest anymore. It's really funny. He's like looking around going, this is crazy. He's cool, though. I think it's a boy because he's uh, no, it's probably a girl because it doesn't have any color. Aren't oh, the gr- aren't the girls kind of boring looking and the boys are brightly colored? I don't really know much about hummingbirds, but I don't know. Uh, oh, and here's OK. So here's another thing. And then we're going to talk about stress because, you know, this has been stressful. But this is a really funny article. Uh, so Daryl and I went to the beach a few weeks ago, and Daryl got really sunburned. Oh, no. So now he's peeling. Ugh. Well, yes, except that he's really peeling, 
And so the other day he was sitting there and his shoulders and his chest are kind of peeling. Yeah. And I saw this big like piece that was like lifting up like a two inch piece. Put it in the skin box. Save me from myself. (laughs) So I grabbed it and I'm like, oh my God, I grabbed it and I pulled it. He's like, what are you doing? I said, I'm peeling your skin. He's like, that is the weirdest thing you've ever done in our entire life together. I'm like, I can't help it. I have to do it. And he's like, get away from me. I'm like, no, just sit still. Hold on. <laughs> he's like, now I know why you watch Dr. Pimple Popper. And I'm like, yes, it's True. all related. He's like, I can't believe you want to peel my skin. And I'm like, I can't. It's, it's just, just too much. It's too much. You guys are in a wolf pack. You're grooming each other. Well, that's what I said. I go, I will be grooming you now. Now sit still. <laughs> Don't you like peeling sunburn? Oh, come on. You mean to tell me if Victor got really peely and from a sunburn, you wouldn't peel the skin? No, I probably would. It would only be on his shoulders, though, because he's so damn hairy. That Oh, true. Okay, what about like when Ryan sunburned and he started peeling? He wouldn't let me go near him. What? I, no. He doesn't let me go near him period oh well okay olivia (laughs) yeah i don't know i could peel it myself but okay but what i'm saying is when that happens though don't you like you know i'm interested yeah sure you're interested (laughs) god (laughs) (laughs) well what do you want me to call it okay listen here's the deal you and i talk about how we like to pick at our skin, you know, do blackheads or pimples. We like you literally would you would hogtie your son to get to a zit on his forehead. That's true. So why is peeling skin any different? Weren't you one of those kids that put glue on your hand and peeled it off and it dried? Not really. No. Oh my god, I feel so alone. It's just not my thing. Well, but I mean it you're just talking to me. You had to have to ask Stephanie and Allison. Maybe it's <gasps> oh, their thing. Maybe it's Stephanie's thing. Anyway, I did. And he's like, you're so weird. He goes, this is, I, he goes, I'm almost traumatized by this. I can't believe you're doing it. I'm like, my mouth is literally watering. I'm like salivating to do it. It that's, was so weird. Uh, that's and gross. I said, I'm really exposing myself right now to you. <laughs> I'm really showing you my inner self. He's like, oh, <laughs> did you tell him not to tell anyone? I'm telling it on the show. That's why I'm saying thousands that would be futile. Here he says that would be. But Daryl, don't say anything to anyone. God, no. <laughs> uh, you know what? I <laughs> just never mind. I I kind of have cured myself of popping other people's zits, though. I don't do that anymore. Yeah. I don't. En- never really enjoyed it. No, I mean, I used to, there was a one boyfriend I had who had a really bad skin problem. And so I would do those and it was really interesting and I didn't mind it because he had really bad, like cystic ones, Ooh. you know, occasionally. And I'm like, oh, get me at that. And I'd be like, okay, I need my tools, you know, and I would get <laughs> yeah, really into right. it. And then one time, ugh, I don't want to even tell you because it's so gross. Oh my God. Do you want to hear? Do you want to know? <sighs> Go ahead. Well, I popped one and some got my mouth. Oh, God. I never did it again. I'm like, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> oh, Paula. It was, Paula, it was vomitous. God. Absolutely vomitous. I mean, that's taking a risk. I mean. Right? I didn't. Well, you know what? I it, Lesson learned. I was young and dumb. 
I didn't have a mask on or anything. And so I'm like, you know what? I just, I'm never doing this again. And to, from that day on, I never did it again. I never popped any of my kids' zits. Daryl has never had any. So, you know. But yeah. yeah. I check Brian's face every once in a while, but we just bought him Clearasil, the face wash, because yeah. we found out he was not washing his face in the shower. Well. And so. He's a kid. He's young. I know. So now he's been washing his face pretty religiously because he didn't like the way his face was looking. Well, good. I'm glad to hear that. You know what? That's that's improvement. That's maturity. And it's clearing up. It really is. So good. You know what? Here's the thing. We're always so and we're actually going to talk about puberty next week. But but quickly, it's always nice to be in that time period where you think over the counter astringents are going to work (laughs) because they work for about a day. But yeah. about a week or so, and then suddenly you have to downgrade into, like, real shit. It's always nice when, you know, clear cell works <laughs> for a month, for a minute, and then yeah. you have to go, okay, this is not, this is, like, a joke. So. Well, he's not so bad that, you know, he needs anything, um... I mean, he doesn't right need proactive now, yet. He doesn't yeah. need anything, uh, clinical or anything like that. <laughs> right, right. He can still use the... The Clearasil foam stuff. He can buy the stuff that they sell in Seventeen magazine or at right. Walgreens. Right. Yeah, I got it. Okay, so stress, and then we'll do our ugly and awkward moments of the week. So stress is is high all the time. It's probably you know we would say it's at an all time high, but in our own personal lives. This little article is hilarious. It says, being a mom is a pretty stressful task in itself. No matter how many kids you have, chasing tiny humans, teaching them how to live their life, it's stressful being around kids all day. Every woman knows that kids stress this out, even if they don't mean And so it says, according to a new study, women claim that their sole reason for being stressed to death isn't just their kids, but their husbands. Hmm. Now, obviously, this is not inclined to same-sex marriages with dual parents of the same sex. So please, you know, this is just a, this was just a survey for husbands and wives. Oh, OK. So so Daryl actually found this article. I don't know how realistic it is. I don't know if it's faux, but I thought it was hilarious. So I wanted to read it. It says this is when I read it to him. I'm like, the University of Padova. Where's that? <laughs> I yeah, never heard really? of that in my this life. Sounds like it's from Thailand or something. That's what I said. I go, where is this from? Is this in Spain? I don't know. I don't know. But they said uh, they did a study that involved surveying women who are married with children. Three out of every four women confirmed that they do the majority of the parenting mm-hmm. as well as the household chores. Therefore, the stress comes from their husband's inability to help out with anything. Mm-hmm. As well, researchers found that the majority of men rely heavily on their wives for support. While studies in marriages, researchers saw that after a wife's death, men's health deteriorated. <laughs> on the other hand, after a husband's death, women coat better. <laughs> God. I thought that was funny. It said, if you're feeling skeptical, today.com also conducted a survey. 7,000 moms responded with a stress level of an 8.5 out of 10. 46% said their husbands did cause more stress than their own children. I thought that was really funny. I don't know if Victor would cause me more stress. I'm trying to think. Well, it's. It, I think what it is, is it's more of a, it's a day-to-day. You know, you think if, it's not so much that they're high maintenance, but I don't know. I think husbands can be pretty high maintenance. You I know? think subconsciously he's mm-hmm. probably high maintenance. I think so. Well, I mean, just like you and I were talking before the show, when Daryl's out of town, I don't ever have to make dinner. 
because it's just yeah. me and Malia, and we'll we'll just kind of like graze a salad or whatever, make a make an egg or something. But when Daryl's home, it's like, what's for dinner? And I bet you know, and he doesn't demand a spread. But you know what I think really what it is, and this is not an insult. Men like to be taken care of, which we all know, mm-hmm. but they really like being mothered, whether they admit <laughs> it or not. They like a level of being mothered, especially if they had a good mom. You know, they want that again. So they feel it makes them feel good when, you know, like, seriously, if I make Daryl a huge meal or if I'm cooking all day, he has he's never more in love with me. Like, literally, (laughs) he's like, I love you so much. I'm like, it's because I'm making you a meal. Like, that's why he's like, no, it isn't. Like, yes, it is. It absolutely is. Yeah, that's probably true. I couldn't compare to Victor's mother, though. I mean, she was like the ultimate housewife and mother. And you spent a lot of your marriage working. I did. And so this whole housewife staying home with the kids thing is, it's not that it's new, but it's, you know, it's still not coming easy for me. (laughs) So No, you're right. You have not adjusted Although I got to tell you, when I when I was a working parent, I worked full time. Uh And when we decided to make the transition to me staying at home, Uh it was a very hard decision. And I was depressed for about six months. Like, I hated it. I hated it. It was just awful. Now that it's coming to an end, I'm like, geez, I do I now what do I, I I can't go back to my old job it doesn't exist anymore you know so it's you know we've talked about that before it's like yeah. there's no easy transition as a mom you, you're either a stay-at-home mom your whole life or you work your whole life whenever you make a transition it's very difficult yeah I don't know if you can have it all but yeah I think that's why men cause stress is that they're adults who want mothers and I don't mean it like you know in an insulting way no no not not but at all. it is true I think. And yeah, they do cause stress. And Victor's really close with his mother. I mean, they talk on the phone almost every day. Well, there you go. Oh, God, really? Yeah. Is he the favorite son? Probably secretly (laughs) he is. Well, no one wants to admit it. But I mean, he he talks to his parents, I would say, if not every other day, just about every day. Wow. That's a lot. I feel bad. We're bad children. I'm com- I'm comfortable with where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what's funny is I always get that pang. I'm like, oh, I have to call her mother. I have to call mom. It's been a while. But, you know, because she lectured me the last time we were on the phone, I'm kind of avoiding it. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know if I want to call her. But I need to. I mean, I like, you know, once we talk, it's great. But, yeah. you know, it's just that making that call. Ugh. But then I think about... What about when my kids are all adults? If I never talked to them, I'd be gut punched. I would hate my life. I would hate it so bad. That's different, though. Your your kids will be different. I hope so. I've driven myself to tears worrying about it. I just don't want to be sitting up there shriveled up in my my little house because no one wants to talk to me because I, I was a terrible mom, you know? No, I think it'll be different because you've talk to them like every day oh i do that's true i do okay let's do our ugly and awkward moments of the week sponsored by lipandclip.com my 
my ugly and awkward moment this week happens to do with Olivia's school. I don't know why, but my mouth has been really dry for like (laughs) the last couple of weeks. And so I drank a bunch of water, but when I got to the school, my mouth was still dry. And I'm just like, God, why is my mouth still so dry? (laughs) So I'm already laughing. I don't even know what it is. (laughs) When you pick the kids up from school, you have to walk into the cafeteria to get them. Mm -hmm. They're not like outside waiting for you. So I'm just like, oh, gee. So I always have to be like, you know, in clothes and presentable. Right. Every day since I've been picking her up, there's this like, I don't know if he's a teacher or if he's like an aide or something, Mm -hmm. but he's got the list of students. He has like a beard and everything and he's kind of cute. Oh, gosh. And so I kind of just ignored him because I'm just like, whatever. I know I'm like, I don't look great because I don't have makeup on and everything like that. Paula, you... (laughs) Hello, lip and clip. What are you doing with your life? (laughs) I know. So one day I walked past him and he's like, hi. I'm like, oh, hi. You know, and so I'm like, he said hi to me. (laughs) Oh, no. So I'm like, I got to step up my game. Right. As I walk up, I start smiling. I'm like, hello. And he's like, hello. And so anyways, the day I got Olivia... One of the days I got Olivia, I walked out and he's just like, have a good day. And I said, hello. And when I said it, because my mouth was so dry, my lips stuck to my tooth. (laughs) Did you look like that fireman Bill from In Living Color? Let me tell you something. Yes, just less smoky. (laughs) And with more hair. I don't know. And so I hoped he didn't notice, but... You got to start putting Vaseline on your teeth. Uh, Something. Something on my lips. I don't know. That is so funny. But I was just like, oh, my God. God. You you are out of practice is what that is. Clearly. Well, I don't need to be in practice. It doesn't matter. You always have to keep your game going. You never know. That's probably true. Makes you feel good. You know, it's nice to know when a guy thinks you're cute. Yeah, because I am definitely out of practice. (laughs) Actually, what's funny is when a guy thinks I'm cute, I first of all, I never notice. And uh, and then when I do notice, I always act confused like Doc Brown. I'm like, oh, oh, what? Hey, what? <laughs> I'm always confused. And then I look stupid. It's like, oh, oh, well, I'm sorry. I'm married. Thank you, though. You know, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. How to, I have no way of responding. I don't think Daryl says it happens all the time. I think he's lying. I don't think it happens as often as he thinks it does. I'm like, people are allowed to look around. It doesn't mean they're staring at anybody. Right. Calm down. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty convinced it doesn't happen to me either, but that's just because, you know, I'm I'm usually walking around in some sort of t-shirt and shorts and <laughs> you know, flip-flops and a baseball hat. So, you know, if you could just slap us some lip gloss on, Paula, seriously. <laughs> make a difference. You have to. You you you're you're in a living embodiment of what we are against. Lip and clip. Well, although it looks like it sounds like you were clipped. Just not lipped. Yeah. Baseball hat. No lip. It's a 50-50. That would have helped probably prevent my lip from sticking to my tooth. (laughs) On a side note, and then I'll tell you my moment. Our friend, your friend, our listener friend, Tracy, she submitted a ugly and awkward moment a couple weeks ago. And we read it on the air. And then we sent her a lip and clip goodie bag. And (laughs) she loved it. Did you see her? Okay. I saw her Snapchat. Okay, this is so hilarious because 
she wanted to do a little commercial for us from lipandclip.com. And so she did it on Snapchat. And she does it with a filter on, so she sounds like one of the chipmunks. Yes. But she made her mouth real big so she, everybody could see. And she's like, okay, I'm wearing the cherry <laughs> lipstick from Avon. It's really good. I needed it. And she's talking and she starts to laugh because she can see that she's got lipstick all over her teeth. <laughs> and she's like, well, this isn't a very good Avon spot for you, is it? She's like, look at me. And she's laughing. Hee in the in the chipmunk thing and i'm like actually this is hilarious i thought it was hilarious it was good i loved it i tried to find a way to record it but snapchat is not about saving anything and so i couldn't but it was really funny so anyway i just thought i wanted to share that i didn't know if you had seen it or not she's like well if paula ever opened her snapchat i know I'm never on Snapchat. You used to be pro at Snapchat. I did. I don't know what happened. Well, you know what? You burn out of things pretty quickly. Yeah, except for Facebook. I like Facebook, but we're I'm old now. on Facebook. Yeah, I guess that's an old people thing. I guess. I've, you know, the way I look at social media is Facebook is like the foundation, and then there's all these branches of social media. So you go to Twitter if you want to be angry. You go to Instagram if you want to look at people's photo albums. Snapchat if you have kids. Uh, Reddit, I don't know, whatever the other ones are. And then at the end of the day, you check Facebook (laughs) to see what's the what. But anyway, okay. Hello? Sorry, I think Malia just got home. Oh, okay. Home for now, may leave again later. Oh, well, la-di-da. She has such a... Quite the social life. Well, when you're 17 and young and free. She doesn't even have a car or license. No, she doesn't even have her license, Lisa. (laughs) <laughs> she's getting it in july so. i watched that movie the other day actually uh weird science yeah i was watching it because i and i recorded it because i was wondering if it was the kind of movie ryan could watch but yeah. i don't think so why well it's just all about how they made a doll <laughs> or yes. made a woman but and it's, it's all fiction it's fiction for their pleasure so i don't know yeah what oh you know we did a binge watch we watched Grease and Grease 2 the other day. Really? I love both of them so bad. It's like I was watching them and I know every word to ev- every minute of every word of both of those movies. And I, I freaking know. loved it. I know. Daryl tried I to know. say something disparaging about the bowling scene in Grease 2. And I said, you will shut your mouth. <laughs> like shut what? your mouth. I don't even remember. I'm like, that is a classic scene of that movie. Hey, Paula, take a look over here. I'm your kingpin, honey, and I'm getting in gear. Hey, Johnny, Johnny, won't you pull that strike? And I just might be your baby tonight. Don't forget the head roll when you sing oh, it. Oh, I did it. You got to do the head roll. <laughs> you may I be able it. to boss some of the girls around here, Mr. Johnny Nagarelli, but I'm the girl done busting up. I may not be the classiest broad in this town, but I'm the best you're going to get. God, I love that movie so much. Ugh. Anyway. This movies must have been really fun to make. I would think so. I heard there was a lot of sex in the Grease. And then Grease 2, I, I haven't heard much. But I love it. So bad. Anyway, okay, my ugly, awkward moment. Daryl and I and Malia went to go see The Incredibles 2 on opening night, mm. on Friday night. And it was awesome, by the way. Because, you know, it's a Disney movie, which means a lot of children will be going to see it. Right. So to save the irritation, 
we go to the last showing of the night. So we went to see it at 10 o'clock on Friday night. Right. Sold out. Sold Are you kidding out. me? We bought our tickets a week in advance and we got decent seats. But that place was, was wall-to-wall people because it was opening night. So we're sitting down and we're watching it and... It's loud because we're in the Dolby Studio Extra Large Screen Theater, and it's super fun. We loved every minute of it. I would see it again in a second. I I would take your kids to see it. It's so great. And uh, so we're walking out, and like I said, it's – and it's all adults. There's no children. So we're walking Mm -hmm. out. And it was so loud, you know, and I'm deaf. Like, I'm literally losing my hearing. I'm sure of it. All the concerts and stuff I've been to. So we're walking down the hallway and we're getting ready to exit the theater to the main hallway. And really loud, apparently, I go, that was a really good movie, wasn't it? <laughs> really loud. It echoed. And it was like, like, <laughs> it was so loud. Four people looked up from their phones and looked at me. And I go, and I turned to Daryl and go, was that really loud? He's like, yes. Stop shouting. He's like, why are you you so loud? I'm like, I can't hear anything. Well, then stop talking until you can hear better. (laughs) I laughed so hard. I was like, oh, God. And, you know, and now Daryl's doing, he goes, I think that's your fourth awkward moment this week. I'm like, shut up. Just shut the hell up. I'm like, come on. We're keeping a tally? Well, at least you have plenty to choose from. Well, it's because he makes me do stuff. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, one, it was really funny, and I, it was a potential awkward moment, but it didn't happen. We were at the grocery store, and we were running around. We had split up to kind of, like, split the duties to get in and out of there, uh-huh. and I was grabbing anchovy paste. And I turned around thinking he was behind me, and I turned around to throw it like a football, <laughs> and it, it wasn't him. <laughs> It was some old person. And they looked <laughs> up at me like, what are you going to do? <laughs> I'm like, nothing. Never mind. But I, if, I, if now if I had thrown it, that would have been the awkward moment. But I didn't throw it. So it, it kind of doesn't count. I'm trying to think if I did this or I almost did this. I think I almost started putting my groceries in someone else's cart. Oh, I've done that. Actually, no. I I think I've done that. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure you have. I mean, I do it for sure. Happens all the time. Yes. Yes, it does. (laughs) So, yes. Uh, Gosh, Paul, I think you win. Well, okay. I agree. You know why? Because I think it was just a bit more embarrassing with your physical (laughs) abnormality, with your lip getting stuck up under your tooth. (laughs) I would like to see that happen to somebody in a pageant on television so I could laugh. That would be so funny. It's like, hello. Oh, they're so greased up. Nothing I know. Like that's that the problem. They're, they're taped down, locked and loaded and greased. So you're never going to get any kind of faux pas. But it would be funny if someone goes, this is my first time in a pageant. My lips are sticking to my teeth and I don't know why. I'm so nervous. Anyway, <laughs> I would like world peace. <laughs> it would be so funny. God, that's funny. All right. Well, I think that's a wrap for this week. Yes. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Please visit our Avon line, lipandclip.com, and pick yourself up some good makeup products and skincare lines. Also, be sure to visit our Amazon line, which is uh, just on our main Ugly Truth page, and you can click on the button, and it'll take you there, and you can do your purchases, and we get a little bit of credit for that, so we appreciate that. Mm-hmm. So have a good week. And we will see you on Wednesday.
Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.